I'm Talia. I'm Sarah. Welcome to Let Me Call My Sis. Hey guys, what is up? We are so excited to be here with you guys for another podcast episode. Um, we are recording this a little bit early from when we usually will be recording. So we're going to do a brief weekly recap, but there's actually not that many days between when we recorded last <laughs> and now, <laughs> just because of schedules. So honestly, looking at my week, um, I don't think we really did anything besides take down our Halloween decorations and catch up on a bunch of laundry because our washing machine actually broke on Monday. I didn't know that. It did. It was really exciting. Oh, no. For, I don't think I actually mentioned this in our intro episode. Maybe I did. But we're house-sitting for my in-laws. And so when anything happens like that at the house, it's super stressful. But we were able to call like someone on Tuesday, and they diagnosed it over the phone, ordered it apart, and they had it fixed Friday, just yesterday. So doing lots of lots of laundry this weekend because we were already needing to do laundry. We did like two loads and then it broke and then that was Monday. So lots of clothes. <laughs> okay, but wait. Doesn't their house have two sets of washers and dryers? Yeah, but my sister-in-law lives in the basement and she uses that one. Okay, and it's a so pain you- in the butt to take all of our clothes. This is all true. the way down the stairs. The spiral wooden true. stairs and then back up. But I mean we could have if we if we really needed to wash something. Like we washed like our undies and like the kids' clothes on Monday yeah. before it broke. So, like we didn't need to need to. But it was a front loader washer and so it was like the bellows is what it's called. Like the seal, the door seal and like that that big thick rubber gray thing oh, that goes yeah. around the front. Part of that like ripped out and it was like oh gosh like smelled like burned rubber and then the water was coming out of the door because it wasn't stopping it so it was a simple fix they fixed it it's working great everything's fine so also that was my week I guess that was kind of interesting (laughs) did you do anything fun today today is Saturday yes um no we because it was fixed yesterday afternoon I've been hauling hauling on laundry all right. Literally all day. So <laughs> I did take the kids to the park this afternoon because it was like 50 degrees and it didn't rain. You know, Ooh, that's cloudy, warm so. for Idaho right now. It is warm. So we went to the park and it was fun. And then I guess we did get in the hot tub with the kids this evening before bedtime. But yeah, that's fun. What about you, Talia? What did you do this week? So on Wednesday, I started taking down my Halloween decor and started putting up my Christmas decor i'm yes, one of those Talia's people one of those. <laughs> i put up my christmas but this year it's been a little slower just like the kids are older trying to work i just i mean there's not like a pressure to put it up all like super fast but like each day i've taken a little bit of halloween stuff down put a little bit more christmas up so that's been kind of nice to just kind of do it throughout the week i still have a few more things i need to put up also since we're in a house now like it's hard to like figure out where to put stuff if you've been used to put it so like it's a new space so I'm just trying to figure out like the best place to put things but the trees are up we do have true trees this year and I love it it's amazing so anyways that's like what I did 
Um, this week, Friday, I actually did something kind of fun. I got an ear piercing. <laughs> so yeah. that was fun. Um, oh, and I forgot. On Thursday, we had Brixton's first soccer game. He's doing his very first like league of soccer ever. His first and game was on Thursday? His first practice. Did I say game? Yes. I meant practice. His first practice was on Thursday. Okay. And okay. Car- Carter and I are coaches. Well, Carter's the coach. I'm like co-coach. Bless yeah, you. so <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Don't know if we'll do it again, but um, it was good. And then, so yeah, I had my ear piercing on Friday. And then today we had his first soccer game. And it went so good. It was so fun. They're ages three to four, so they like don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Just running everywhere on the field. We weren't really keeping score, but our team definitely did win. We had six points, mostly by this one kid on our team who I was like, Have you played like a lot? Because he was really good. It's <laughs> awesome. But yeah, we just hung out with family today after that and went grocery shopping and that was about it. That's awesome. That's super fun. I think it's totally great to put your Christmas stuff up now. <laughs> I am not a November 1st-er myself, but <laughs> I will be next week or the week after. I'm definitely before Thanksgiving. Here's the thing. I was talking to Brody. We decorated for Halloween in September. Like, yeah. why? And most I feel like most people did. So why are people fine with that? But then bag on Christmas being early when Christmas should have longer, I feel like, than Halloween. I agree. I just love having it up for like two, well, I guess over two months. Well, you know, anyways, I just, it's just so fun to have it up and it's so happy and I love the season and well, yeah, Christmas is a lot of work to put up, especially people that do lights on the outside and stuff outside too. You might as well just keep it up because as long as you can, because it is so much work, but I'll also say living in Arizona where it does not feel like a typical Christmas if you're used to you know the white Christmas the cooler weather Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to overcompensate with decorating and like stuff like that to help it feel more Christmassy so I totally get that I get that okay well awesome let's jump right into this week's episode do you want to tell the people what we were talking about (laughs) We are talking today about our pregnancies and our birth stories for our four combined kiddos. Yes. Um, I, I think we're am... going to go in order of the children. Yes, so. let's definitely do that. So I'll start um, with Beckham then really quick. So I got pregnant with Beckham in like May of 2018 found out I was pregnant at the end of June. Super excited. Definitely was planned. Wasn't a surprise or anything. Um, it was so awesome. I cannot not recommend enough to not be in your first trimester in the summertime. It sucks. You're so, I was so sick. So super sick. Just I think the normal amount. Um, didn't throw up a ton though, thank goodness, but just felt sick all the time. I already get migraines. Um, have my whole life, and I was worried at how that would be, how that would change with pregnancy, and it did get worse. So that was exciting. And you can't take as much when you're pregnant. So um, I definitely got lots more migraines that were really bad, 
in like the first trimester in the second they definitely lessened the more i was the longer i was pregnant yeah but other than that i really enjoyed being pregnant besides like the sick and the fatigue at the beginning and then like the extra migraines i didn't like it i wasn't sick past i think like probably 16 months 16 months oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> good hell could you imagine no um, no. 16 weeks. I was, I don't think I was sick past 16 weeks. So that's great. I know not everyone's that lucky, but I really enjoyed it. I loved having a growing baby bump and loved feeling my baby kick and stuff. Um, I did have the anterior, anterior placenta with both of my kids actually. So that's when your placenta is in the front. And it, yes. it just makes it harder to fill their kicks and stuff because there's just an extra layer of tissue they're kicking through. But yeah. How did you announce that you were pregnant with Beckham? Yes. So I told my mom pretty shortly after I found out we'd go on over to my grandma's for Sunday dinner and she drove, I asked her to drive back with us to her house and we told her in the car because I wanted to tell her by herself because I'm the oldest. Talia and I are the oldest. <laughs> and, You're older by eight minutes. Eight minutes. <laughs> so we're the we're the oldest, and this was her first grandbaby. So, um, <clears throat> so I told her that, and then a couple weeks later, I don't remember exactly. I think I ha I definitely had an ultrasound picture. I'm pretty sure I got um a big box of sugar cookies from the from Cocoa Bean cocoa bean i'm like oh my gosh i can't think of that name of that restaurant or little cafe um bakery thing i got a bunch of cookies and inside the lid i put the picture of the ultrasound and i said eat up my mom can't be the only one with like a belly or something and i brought that over to my family's house and um had my siblings like hey like we're just i was just we were just over there for something random just like a regular visit and just brought the cookies over just casually and um I don't even remember who opened it up, but everyone was like, oh my gosh, you're pregnant? And it was cute. I cried. Yes, you and did. And I was also very pissed that she didn't tell me prior to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think but, we're going to learn, um, as we talk more about each of these pregnancies, that Talia is a little bit more of an, a sharer than I am <laughs> with each other. <laughs> and but, I expect her to be a sharer back. <laughs> because yeah. we're twins but she but, does not always feel yeah. that way but anyways i'm trying <laughs> to think how i announced it to brody's family i think i texted them a picture of no i did not i okay so i texted his siblings i'm pretty sure but his parents um i made them a little onesie and i made one for mom and dad too but his parents i made it, i think it said our greatest adventures coming i think March too. of 2019 and i gave that to them and so that's how I told them. And I think I just texted his siblings because only one of his siblings lives here at the time. And two were on missions and one lived um, in St. Louis. So I just texted everyone because it was just easier. So that's how I announced it. And I think on um, like social media and stuff, I waited to like 12 weeks-ish and like posted just like a picture of the ultrasound picture on social yeah. media. So yeah, that's how I found out and announced. Talia, why don't you kind of jump in real quick with... Brixton. Yeah, so I got pregnant with Brixton two months after Sarah was got pregnant with Beckham. So 
this was actually not planned at all. I mean, I was kind of open to it. Like, I thought it'd be fun to be pregnant with her, but like, we definitely were not planning, but we also weren't preventing. So, so really, you you're trying. You can't, you can't call it an accident, <laughs> but it was definitely a surprise. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, I found out like the end of August, Sarah and I actually were driving to Utah to help my little, our little sister with her bridal photo shoot because she was getting mm-hmm. married the following weekend. So I got pregnant um, literally 11 months into being married. Um, we were hey. almost we were almost to our 12-month <laughs> mark. So anyways, we were driving, and I was kind of just talking to Sarah on the way down. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I might be, like, I'm a little late, but I don't know. And she's like, oh, just you should just take one. Um, well, we have to get remember to- what kind of office did I work in? An OBGYN office. <laughs> An OBGYN office. And I do remember talking to Talia when she did get pregnant but didn't know it at the time. And you're like, oh, I don't know. Like, it could have happened. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> there were, like, two possible times that it could have. We weren't 100% so, sure. <laughs> so, anyways, I was like, yes, like, take the test. Like, come on. Like, yes. Let's figure so, it out. Well, and it was just hard because, like, we were driving to Utah mm-hmm. and Karcher did not come with us. And was I was super Sarah. sick. <laughs> Sarah was super sick. super sick. And so anyways, we get to Utah. We're at my aunt's house getting Amber ready for the photo shoot. I literally take the test in her bathroom and I'm like <laughs> freaking out. Um, and it said positive. And I told yep. you right away, obviously. Yeah. You like pulled me into the bathroom to look at it. But then we were driving. We drove. Um, did we drive the photographer or did we drive Matt? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was just Amber and Matt with us. Oh, I thought we drove the photographer. It doesn't matter. The point is, we had other people in the car. And so, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't just like, we couldn't really talk about it. So I'm like freaking out. And I'm not, I was like, I don't want to just text Karcher this. So anyways, eventually we get home. I tell Karcher, like I show him it. And he was like, did you have Sarah P on that? (laughs) <laughs> he totally thought I had therapy on it to like prank him and I was like this is literally mine and he didn't believe me and so if that was at like midnight so in the morning he went and bought two more pregnancy tests and had me take them and he's like oh my gosh we're pregnant so we were pregnant and so obviously Sarah knew and I told my mom because I don't remember why but so my mom and her knew and then I did wait to tell the siblings and Karcher's side of the family until we'd had our first ultrasound. And mm-hmm. I had a little onesie made that said Baby Argyle April 2019 with the ultrasound. And we had like a little pair of like baby moccasins too. And mm-hmm. so I sent that picture to everyone. But yeah. actually I did have, I didn't send a picture to my siblings because they were all living at home still. So I brought that over to my mom's house and had them go into the room, my mom's room and look at it. And they were all freaking out and super excited. So. That was fun, but Sarah, let's hear your opinions on being pregnant with me <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> I honestly, I was pissed. <laughs> I was pissed. I just felt like um, we're identical twins and we literally share everything <laughs> our entire lives. And I just like was so pumped to like be pregnant, like first, like have the first baby. 
um, grandbaby and just like do it by myself because I didn't ever get to do anything by myself. <laughs> I was not okay. And when you're pregnant, if you haven't been pregnant yet, hormones are crazy. And so it just crazy. Makes you even like it just made me even more mad. But I'm just gonna, you know, skip to the ending. It was a happy ending. It's so fun having our kids so close. <laughs> and I was it's like, fine was with a it. Good thing. It just like it it took some of the magic out of being pregnant for me. I know Talia, I don't want to speak for you, but I think you were like, Hell yeah, this is awesome. We're pregnant together. <laughs> is that how you thought? Absolutely. She yeah. thought Sarah, I th- I mean, I guess I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like you thought I did it on purpose. Yeah, I still like, did because you were like, oh, no, it wasn't an accident, which is what you just said at the beginning of this episode. It wasn't an accident, but we weren't <laughs> like, yes, we're going to get pregnant right now. We're going to, you know, we were not planning. Like, I this felt timeline. like Talia was like, oh, Sarah's pregnant and like, I have to get pregnant. That's how I, <laughs> I felt sabotaged, <laughs> even though it is not something like anyways, looking back, like it just was my crazy hormones. Honestly, it oh, was for sure. For sure. I remember even talking to my OB about it because Talia came to the we same OB. The same OB. <laughs> and it was where I work. And so I'm like co-workers basically with the OB. And he was just like, so I want your honest opinion. Like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, I'm not feeling great. <laughs> he was like, I get that. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for the validation because no one else understands. <laughs> but it's totally fine. It was, it's been, it was, it's been so fun. And I think oh, towards yes. the end of the pregnancy, like it was fine. Like it was just like probably up until halfway, honestly. Yeah. So anyways, how were, was your pregnancy? Like what symptoms did you have? Yeah, I was pretty sick and I started being sick like um, a few weeks after I found out, like it was my anniversary weekend. That's when I started being sick. Um, I threw up a little bit, but I, I don't feel like it was too bad. I think it kind of tapered off around like 14 weeks. Um, it wasn't terrible, but I, is our podcast going to be explicit or not? Nah? It's not. Um, we can label this episode um, as explicit. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I'm just going to be frank. So if you don't like swearing, maybe plug your ears, but I was a bitch when I was pregnant with Brixton. Like Honestly, straight up. yes. Yes, you were. I totally was. And we'll get into this with like postpartum and stuff. But basically, just to preface it, like looking back, like this all makes sense. I mean, I've always struggled with anxiety and depression. And it just like heightened it so bad when I was pregnant. And I had never taken medication or anything and like eventually did. But like it made it so bad during pregnancy. And so, yeah, I was a not nice person at all. And I pretty much, as soon as he came out, I feel like I was like fine. I've heard a lot of people say that they're like, I was so depressed. And then as soon as the baby came out, they were like, fine. But, um, I do feel like all that meanness pretty much stopped. Like when he was born, like right away, Mm -hmm. but I I was, I was pretty bratty for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Unfortunately, you You really were. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Well, and also I would like, I was working. Yeah. At a restaurant, um, trying to work. Karcher was doing his first internship and it was accounting during tax season. And so he was gone from like seven to seven. When and, you were in school too. And I was also in doing full-time online school. So it was just, and it was winter. I was pregnant through 
like fall and winter for the majority of my pregnancy. And so it was just really rough mentally. And that came out in anger. (laughs) No, yeah, that's super tough. Yes, I've apologized to everyone in my family that I was. They know. They get it. They still love me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's fine. But yeah, it's fine. But do you feel like, um, other than that, like, was your pregnancy pretty chill? I mean, yeah. Like, you didn't have any issues, like, no health issues or anything? No, no health issues. I, I did not love being pregnant either time. Just, it's just hard on my body, but not, like, anything medical. Just. It's hard on your body, but I think you notice it because it's hard on you mentally more than, like, me. Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah, but I, but yeah, so yeah, it wasn't terrible though. I mean, like de- people definitely have it worse. Um, um, yeah. But yeah, no medical conditions or anything like that. Mm-mm. Well, that's good. And I I had a posterior placenta, so I felt him a lot, um, which was pretty cool and also mm-hmm. creepy at the same time. It is kind of creepy. It's creepy to like see their foot like push out. Oh, I never saw that. Well, <laughs> yeah, it freaks me out. But, but yeah, should we get into ever, the? This birth? is like a very oh, quick side note. Do you ever have okay. like? Do you ever have like phantom flutters? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I haven't like, in a long time. I definitely did between Brixton and Lincoln. Then I did like for a little while after Lincoln, but I definitely yeah. haven't. Um, sometimes it'll just like randomly happen to me. And so maybe it's just like gas or something, but like sometimes it'll happen and I'm like, oh, oh, no, I'm not pregnant. That's weird. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and just like a very brief flutter. Like it's nothing crazy. Yeah. Anyway, it's just wonder if I was weird or if that happened to other people. <laughs> it probably happens to a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, let's get we... into the delivery. Yeah, let's get into the delivery. So, um, with Beckham, I just, again, working at an OB office, they're like, you want to get induced? I'm like, yeah, let's get induced. That's pretty typical. And I know there's a lot of controversy with getting induced. Um, I think in my circumstance, it was a blessing that I got induced. I actually had scheduled it um, like a full week before my due date. And so it was like February 25th, I went in, 24th. That was when it was scheduled, and it, they called me and said I had to change it because they had like a medically nece- like necessary induction that needed to go in ahead of me. So I got bumped like later in the week. I don't know if you knew this, Tyler. I got bumped like later, and then my doctor, that. my doctor pulled some strings and had me go on the day I was supposed to. I went on a Sunday, and I got induced with the Cytotech they do into your first delivery, and um, you know, Cytotech four doses through the night. In the morning, they check you, and then they start the Pitocin. Um, so I went in Sunday night. I was on Pitocin all day, and nothing was happening. I wasn't dilating, like, no contractions, nothing. And I was getting pretty frustrated because I'm like, I have so many coworkers or patients that are first-time moms, get induced, no problem, or go into labor, no problem, like have these amazing experiences. So I was getting pretty frustrated, but um, my doctor would come and check and stuff, and around like five or six, 
Uh, it was probably five. It could have been a little bit earlier. They gave me the Foley catheter balloon oh, to dilate so my cervix. Sorry. I am so and sorry. They did it before I had the epidural because you're not supposed to get your epidural until you're like at least like four-ish centimeters because it can wear off. And so you can't have your epidural like before, you know. <laughs> and so I didn't, and they didn't push any pain meds until right after, like even in my IV. And so they did the balloon, and that hurt like a mofo. <laughs> Hurts so so bad. So they just, you know, inflate the catheter balloon in your cervix to dilate it up to a four very quickly, and that was uncomfy. So then between that time and like midnight, I got up to like a six or a seven that is it you should be like once you hit like a four you should be like dilating like a centimeter like every hour like there's like some like um formula like you're supposed to be doing yeah. that and that wasn't happening and so um at some point like in the evening i told birdie i'm like honestly just get this baby like i don't even care how he comes out <laughs> like just get him out <laughs> and um you know just the frustration but um in the late evening like around like before 12 i started like my blood pressure started tanking we already have on the lower side of blood pressure yeah. um but it was going really low they had to keep coming in and pushing blood pressure meds keep rotating me different ways it just kept dropping i had to get put on oxygen beckham started having like d cells which is super common when your baby's on pitocin because that's just like wearing them out because it's making the uterus yeah. contract and anyways his heart rate was dropping and I was freaking out because I take blood pressure like that was I did that for a living and I'm just watching it just like get so low freaking out and so they eventually at I don't know what time is between 12 and 1 because he was born at 118 but at like around midnight or whatever they're like we're doing an emergency c-section they like flipped our room over so fast I was like Brody and I were ready within minutes to be rushed into like the delivery room and um i already had an epidural at that point because they did give it to me a little while after the catheter balloon i forgot to mention that um so they just quickly did a spinal block through that um which was super easy like i didn't have to get repoked or anything um and they did the c-section and they found that he had his cord wrapped around his neck three times so there was no way he was dropping obviously like he couldn't drop he couldn't get down and I just know in my gut that like if we would have waited to be induced or waited to go into labor, like I'm pretty sure he would have died. Absolutely. Because of how tight it was wrapped around his neck. And it just felt like such a blessing because it felt weird at the time, like how our induction got moved and then pushed back. And I'm just so grateful that we had him when he did. So I went on Sunday night and he was born Tuesday morning at 118. And he was perfectly healthy. There's nothing wrong with him. Um c-section went great and recovery was great how so, big was he he was seven pounds on the dot no hair <laughs> and yeah c-section he, are... he wouldn't get hair for a long time <clears throat> no he was bald to lose over two <laughs> <laughs> but it, the hair he did have was bright blonde so like he couldn't really see it anyways but yeah yeah it was definitely an experience to be not in labor but like trying to be in labor for like an entire day yeah and then have to have a, like a crash c section you know for Remember sure c section which is like a lot like i was spent like it was two like a.m by the time we got back to our room like after they sewed me up it was just a lot 
So that was my experience. Talia, do you want to share your experience? <laughs> yes. So um, we had the same doctor. We mentioned that. And so they were kind of, obviously, I was very in the know of how Sarah's labor went and everything. And we had kind of talked about that and stuff. And he's like, we're going to try to have you have a baby um, normally, but we'll, we're definitely going to be keeping that in mind because they didn't know if it was solely because Beckham's cord was wrapped around his neck that many times or if our bodies just weren't built that way they, they just didn't know yeah 100 yeah. percent. so we were keeping that in mind so I also was induced because again they're like you want to be induced so I'm like hell yeah I'm done every pregnant lady's <laughs> like get this baby out get this baby out so yeah I was due October 4th and so I went in on um the 24th you said october you were due you were due may 4th oh sorry that was (laughs) that's lincoln that was totally lincoln's due date um yeah i was due april 30th with with him and i went in on the 24th i think um the evening of the 24th to be induced and man being induced is hell I mean, it, it, is it nice. doesn't feel good. It does not feel good. And so, yeah, they do the side attack, whatever, through the night to, like, soften the cervix. And they checked me in the night. Um, and one of, I did not like my night nurse. She literally, I know it's nothing compared to people who tear when they have a vaginal delivery, but she totally tore me a little bit checking me. And so I'm, like, in pain already and i'm like i haven't even done anything yet and i like had told like my next nurse that and she was like oh i'm so sorry (laughs) like you haven't even done anything yet some of those labor and delivery nurses man are just all business and that's okay because it needs to be but also like be nice (laughs) but also be gentle i mean like i don't know (laughs) like anyways so that was exciting so yeah by morning they started pitocin i was not progressing like at all <laughs> Ooh, does this sound familiar <laughs> oh <laughs> and it was frustrating it was very frustrating um but yeah it was kind of fun though i loved my labor in this way like my whole family came we were all chilling we were all hanging we were playing i was playing oh, Uno. i know i didn't mention that with mine people were chilling in my hospital room too <laughs> oh yeah i was there like almost the whole time until i was too tired and, go and, you and you couldn't hang. I couldn't <laughs> hang. Well, I was pregnant. <laughs> I know. I couldn't hang. But yeah. So anyways, I was in so much pain. And um, they were like, we don't want to give it the epidural till you're closer to like four centimeters. Because yeah, it, it can wear off. So finally, though, I think my mom might have asked. They're like, can we give her like any like pain meds? <laughs> because she's in a lot of pain. I had really bad back labor with Brixton and um when the doctor had checked me a couple times he's like yeah I think he's I think he's sunny side up um and that can cause lots of back labor so I was in tons of pain so they gave me do you know what they gave me I don't know For they, your gave meds? Me, I, they gave I me some know. drug some awesome pain med and it was amazing and my body was able to just relax and I remember they had me um to help with my back labor they had the peanut ball in between my Mm -hmm. legs and all of a sudden i'm like um i'm wet my bed is wet something is something is happening (laughs) my water broke by itself and so that was exciting 
Um, and so once your water breaks, they absolutely cannot do that Foley catheter balloon, which I was so thankful for <laughs> because I did not want to have that because I knew how painful it was for Sarah. So they came and gave me the epidural. Because and, uh, you had gotten to a four by yourself. Yes. Right? I got to like, a did four that by myself. Before or after your water broke? Um, I mean, About I guess the same time. Probably, I'm, I don't know. Probably around the same time because my body was finally able to calm down with the pain meds. Yeah. So probably around that same time. So they did come and give me the epidural, but I never got past a four. I never dilated further than that. And he would check me, the doctor would, and he was like, so his head's getting swollen because he's trying to come out and you're not opening up for him. And he's also yeah. sunny side up. So um, same thing. I was having my blood pressure tank. He was having D cells. So there was another labor happening at the same time as me that they were also going to maybe need to do an emergency C-section. And where we were, they only had one operating room to do it in. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, anyways, we weren't sure if they were going to be able to get us back fast enough. But anyways, they did. We did it, and it went great. Um, he did tell me, he's like, yeah, I don't know if you're built to have babies vaginally. And I was like, that's fine. I don't ever want to go through labor again. <laughs> it's totally fine. Well, um, and like we mentioned, we had the same doctor. Like, he's yes. felt inside both of us. Like, he's yes. felt both he's of our seen, pelvises. He's seen inside <laughs> He's seen of us. all the things. And all he things. was like, you felt even smaller than Sarah did Sarah felt like small yeah so so anyway yes. so that was exciting but um also while he was so Brixton was out he was great they were taking care of him and he, the doctor was like hey like do you have bad periods and I'm like uh I mean like yeah and he's like okay what side do you have like worse cramping on I'm like my left side um and he's like okay he's like you have some endometriosis on your left side I'm just gonna burn that off for you I was like okay go for it (laughs) sweet i'm like sounds great (laughs) so anyways that was a fun little tidbit i learned during that c-section and c-sections are wild you don't feel the pain but you feel everything (laughs) you feel like the pressure the pressure you feel them like tugging you and carter videoed both of my c-sections um so that's kind of cool to have but like it Mm -hmm. is crazy that you feel all that but well, so yeah, that was. I don't know if, like, if you haven't seen someone's C-section incision, like, it is not that big. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know how big mine is. I'd need to measure it. But it's, like, well, not that big. It's not. And it's kind of crazy, too, because in the video, you can see, like, when they're mm-hmm. ready to, like, they just, like, push on your stomach and the head pops up. They and have they to just, pop like, the baby yank out. Them yeah. out. They just yank them out of that little hole. And I'm like, oh, the fuck? Yeah. So it's what, I, what I'm getting at is it's, it's kind of violent on your body. It's like it's not that big of a hole. They're like yanking, they're retracting, they're pushing, they're pulling. It is. So, and you wild. feel it because you're, you're awake. So you're awake. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. But Brixton but was. Yeah. How big was he? He was 6'6". Six, six, so he was smaller. And they actually, he had a little bit of a problem with keeping his body temp at where they wanted it. Um. Yeah. So they actually would not let me do skin to skin with him, which is kind of funny because I feel like my body would have warmed him up, but it's fine. It's whatever. I mean, they know better, I guess. But so that was interesting, but he was all good and he had a little bit of jaundice. But yeah, so did Beckham. Besides that, he was pretty healthy. So 
He had this, this saddest little swollen head on one side. Yes. <laughs> not terrible. Not like a big Mm-mm. dome head like no. some babies, right? But yes, he was because it was, I mean, yeah, he was being shoved, but mm-hmm. also blocked. So it, it was kind of sad, but he was a little cutie. They both mm-hmm. were. I mean, newborn babies are also kind of ugly at the same time. Oh my gosh, looking back at pictures, <laughs> when it's your first baby, like it's your entire world. And I thought Beckham was the cutest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And he is. And he was. But looking back at pictures, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> you look like a newborn. But I thought yes. you looked like this perfect little cherub angel. And <laughs> you don't. It takes him a few weeks to start looking like a real baby. Yeah. <laughs> It's just funny when it's your baby, like you're in the yes. moment, like you think it's like the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. is there anything else we want to talk about with them or do we want to move into Roman Lincoln? Let's move into our next ones. Okay. So I'll start with Lincoln since Lincoln is older. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I got pregnant with Lincoln in January of 2021 and we actually were trying for him. Um. Yeah, so we got pregnant with him, and that pregnancy was rough. <laughs> um, I was much more nauseous with him, and so Brixton. When I got sorry, when I got pregnant with Lincoln, Brixton was almost two years old. He was just a few months shy of two months, two years, two years. <laughs> We're two really years. great on our like measurements. <laughs> it's late at night. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Um he was just shy of two years. Um but yeah, so I had a, an active toddler and mm-hmm. I was working full time and Karcher had just started a big boy job. So he was working full time out of the house. And so I was so sick and I was throwing up every single day. Like it was so bad. And we didn't realize it for a minute there, but close to 12 weeks, I finally was like, huh, I wonder if it's my anxiety meds that I'm taking that are making me nauseous. And my midwife was like, hmm, actually, yeah, that is, that's a thing, which they'd never made me nauseous before, but mm-hmm. they did. And so I stopped taking those and I started being a lot less nauseous, which was fabulous. And yeah, so Basically, the gist of my pregnancy with him was I struggled a lot mentally, partly because I had to stop taking my meds and I tried to switch to a different one to help with the nausea, but I did end up going back on the ones I'd started on. Um, But um, yeah, so I was working full time and then, well, go into this on a different episode but Karcher's job did not work out um four months into it so I was the sole provider um for a little bit there and so that was really hard and my job is mentally taxing um Mm -hmm. emotionally emotionally taxing so that was rough um and some other things happened I won't go really into this, but there was a school shooting at, in the, in the county that I worked in. And like, we worked with those kids like on a daily basis. And so that was really hard mentally as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, 
I just, it was tough. And I mean, physically it was kind of the same, just really uncomfy. You know, I didn't have mm-hmm. anything medical, um, any medical things or anything like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah it was, it was rough. <laughs> That does sound oh, like it'd be and tough. how how I announced he was I was pregnant with him. I'm pretty sure I just told Sarah. Well, okay, because Sarah was working <laughs> at a different OBGYN office, this midwife office, <laughs> and so I was like, I want to go to her, and so Sarah had to know because yes. I was going to start going there. That's and I, I told my mom, yeah, because I was I had a toddler, and so I was probably going to need some help. Um, yeah. But, and then everyone else, I think I just sent them a picture or yeah. something. Like, it was super simple, so. Yeah. And then before we go into your delivery, let's, let me jump in because yes. we were pregnant. Shocker, again. <laughs> <at the same>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were. So, I um got pregnant. This wasn't completely planned this timeline-wise. It just, when we were ready to try again, it just happened this way. Um, I got pregnant in May. and um found out i was pregnant in june of 2021 so exactly three years later yes like exactly (laughs) and yeah so that was super fun i think this time around i mean i guess how did you feel finding out that i was pregnant since you were pregnant first anything i was fine fun whatever like i was like cool (laughs) our kids are close again yeah um so i think you were just like four and a half to five months ahead of me. Yes. Right. Five months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, so that was fun. My pregnancy with Rome was just about the same. I was sick the same time of year, which sucks. That's why I say just don't get pregnant (laughs) in May. Just don't do it to yourself. It was so hard with a toddler who wanted to be outside and wanted to play. And I was just like dead on the floor. <laughs> but I was also working like three days a week. And I just ugh, was so sick. And summer just wasn't even a thing in our house. So, but yeah, pregnancy was the same. Had migraines. Was only nauseous probably till like 16, 17 weeks. And loved being pregnant. I thought it was super fun. And um, I had a, a a small scare with gestational diabetes. I didn't pass my first glucose <laughs> test. I forgot about that. <laughs> I was terrified. I'm like, this is great. Um, so I had to go in and get the three hour test, and I, I think I failed the first blood draw, and you have to pass two of them out of the three to pass. And I think I failed the first one, or I failed one of them. I can't remember if I passed, failed, passed, or if I failed, passed, passed. Anyways so I was nervous but besides that everything was great definitely hard to keep up with a toddler um I ended up yes (laughs) yes I did stop working in November of that year and so I got to enjoy the rest of my pregnancy and just like be with Beckham which was super nice and just like enjoy that one-on-one time with him as my baby so that was really fun and then yeah I think like it was really cool to see Talia have Lincoln and like see that side while working in the medical office because the first time around I didn't work after I had Beckham. So like I didn't get to see you come to like your appointments. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And so. Well, and it was cool. Like you, you would like use the Doppler and like find the heartbeat sometimes for me. Mm -hmm. It was cool. Yeah, it was. Why don't you jump in with Lincoln's delivery real quick? Yeah. So he was due October 4th. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So again, I was like, so I went, so this OBGYN office, she was actually a nurse practitioner midwife. Certified nurse midwife. Certified. Yeah. So she, in the state of Idaho, they don't let them do C-sections. I don't know if they do in other states, but she had a doctor that she was contracted with that was in like the same office park to do all her C-sections. So she assisted in it. But so I knew I wasn't going to have her like be the sole one there. So anyway, so I did plan it a week ahead as well. So I went on on. Well, the nice thing about a scheduled C-section is that why did you, you why did you decide on that? Um, because I never got past a four. Yeah, and you, I definitely did not want to do that again. Yeah. Well, for people that don't know, you can have a C-section and do something called a V-back, a vaginal birth after a C-section, if the circumstances allow it. Yes. And so you weren't quite sure. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, but yeah, I wasn't. Not something you super try. No, and talking with my midwife about it and stuff, she was so supportive. Like I loved having a midwife this time around. Not that I didn't like the doctor the other time. It was it just I don't know. It was a different experience. But she was just very like, yes, whatever you want, whatever you're comfortable with, I will advocate for whatever. Mm-hmm. So yes, we did a C-section, and so we scheduled it for um, seven a.m. or something like yeah, I think seven a.m. on. I don't even know what day of the week it was, but it was the 27th of September. <laughs> right. And <laughs> yeah. And so went in, they prep you all the things. I, this time I got a walk to the OR um, <laughs> with my IV and in my getup and they put the epidural in there on the table and then they put the catheter in you, um, which I felt, which didn't, that was not, that, that was not fun. <laughs> and like the epidural had like started to work and so like it wasn't painful but i definitely felt it and i was like oh yeah i mean i yeah. remember them pulling mine out with brixton and that was a no for me i don't love that but anyways yeah. so the c-section went good um they did have to use the little vacuum thing to pop oh, it out know that. yeah and watching it in the video definitely not what i thought it was no. I don't know why I thought it was this big scary thing. It's just this little like suction cup with a little like handle that they go boop boop boop. They, like, a little hand like a little hand pump. Yeah, a little hand pump, and they just yank them out. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, it was fine. It was all good. How how big was Lincoln? He was seven seven. He's so, like a full exact, pound bigger a full than pound bigger. Yeah, than Brixton. Yep. And his head was normal size and shape. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they had to use the vacuum, he, they just needed a little help. He he was like, he keeps slipping. I can't grab him. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he said, pop him out. Um, oh, and this is something. I threw up with both of them during the C-section. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, with Brixton, it was right after when they were re- wheeling me into my room. And let me mm-hmm. tell you, throwing up when you are numb from the chest down is the weirdest feeling ever. Oh, the weirdest feeling. And with Lincoln, I did it while I was on the table. Um, so I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Or at least I don't remember it. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. But yeah, with him, it was all good. Um, 
yeah, I feel like I was able to enjoy the hospital more with him. Mm-hmm. Because again, it wasn't like a big scary thing just happened. I knew exactly what was going to happen. The only thing it was, it was stressful. I was very nervous to have him because, you know, when you have one kid, you're like, how can I ever love another kid? And also, is my first kid going to be so like sad and like confused and like, you know, like, how is that going to go for them? Um, so Carter was with me the first night and then him and my mom swapped because Brixton was having a hard time. So my mom came and stayed with me in the hospital the second yeah. day and night. Um, but yeah, what that was pretty much it. Nothing crazy happened with Lincoln. Um, unless I'm forgetting something. I don't think anything don't crazy think so. happened. Yeah. But yeah, what about Rome? Yeah, so same thing. I had the same doctor I had with Beckham, and um, he didn't deliver Lincoln for you. You had someone else. But I told yeah. him all the deets, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> Because for me, they weren't sure if Beckham was stuck because of his cord or both or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I was just like, you know, my twin sister, we have the same anatomy. Like, we're the same. We're <laughs> identical. Let's just, let's just do the C-section. I don't want to try for a V-back. I have no interest in going through that all again and ending up in a C-section, most likely. And he agreed with me. So... We planned it. Rome was due February 19th, and I only went in two days before he was his due date. We tried to do it a whole week early, but like it was Valentine's Day because they don't do they don't do plan C sections on Sundays, and so and I had to wait for my doctor to be on call. It was a whole thing. Um, <laughs> so we just did it two days before. We went on a Thursday, the 17th. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's really interesting how you just like stroll in you wash yourself in the shower you get prepped and they just you they walk you walk to the delivery room without socks i was grossed out i had socks on no one gave me socks and they had me remove my socks i was grossed out i will be like a future baby like i will be bringing socks (laughs) asking for socks now i'm second guessing if i had socks they had me stripped down out of everything um so well they put like hospital socks on me they did not put hospital socks on with me. The, with the little grippies <laughs> on the bottom? I did. I walked barefoot. <laughs> Gross out. So someone must have dropped the ball and I didn't know to ask because I was like, I don't know what the protocol is. It's fine. Wait, so now anyway. I'm really second guessing. So while you're doing this, I'm going to go try to find a picture. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, that was, yeah, super easy to get in there. Um, I forgot. I was extremely nauseous with both of my kids in the delivery, but I didn't throw up. Um, a very quick side note, I had the, the the anesthesiologist came in and talked to me before he did my spinal block. And um, he asked, there was like this new thing they were doing it's called a T-blocker uh, nerve block in your like abdomen muscles. He's like, if you want, like after you have your C-section, while you're still numb from your spinal block, we can come in and do a nerve block in your abdomen. And so he's like, it'll like just help like 24 to 36 hours, like pain free in your stomach. I'm like. Um, yes, because <laughs> it's uh, yeah. <laughs> and he said, I would, I don't recommend it. He's like, it's new. Cause they didn't have it when I had Beckham, but he said he didn't recommend it for first time C-section moms just because when it does wear off, they're going to be in so much pain. He's like, where well, you've had a C-section, like you're fine. So I got that. And this is really important for in a few minutes because, um, anyways, I was super nauseous with my C-section. They had to give me like the little scenty things next to your face or whatever, you know, 
like a little alcohol swab and like a little scenty thing. I don't know if they did that for you. They did not do that for me. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I am so nauseous and like my arms went numb and I got the shakes really bad at both kids. But anyways, Same. Rome was also a vacuum baby and <laughs> um, he was just so stuck up inside. Like the PA that assisted with my doctor, like she is a little... Like she's short and petite and she was like on top of me, like just like pushing. Like I have the video, it's so funny. But <laughs> they had to like pop him out so much. Um and he was almost eight pounds. He was seven thirteen, I think. Seven fourteen. He was almost Dang. eight pounds. And so and he had so much hair. The nurse um that was in there, just like observing, ready to take the baby. She was like does your does your other son have hair? I'm like, he didn't have hair in his born, no. She's like, well, this one has a lot of hair and it's dark. I'm like, what do you mean it's dark? My other child is blonde. <laughs> but Bernie and I are both brunettes. So anyways, he had dark, dark hair. And spoiler alert, it's blonde now. <laughs> but it was dark hair. So C-section went great. We got back to my room and this part was not great. And I just hope in the future I can just have like a C-section. That's like perfect from start to finish. Um, <laughs> like recovery wise, I was like so sick. My blood pressure was really low and I wouldn't stop bleeding. And I don't understand all the science with the uterus and what it's supposed to be doing after you have a baby. Because they come and they push on you, which didn't feel anything after that abdominal blocker, which was super nice. Good for um, you. I know. They came in. Um, <laughs> did that a bunch but anyways my my mother-in-law was watching Beckham and she brought him to the hospital I was like I'm ready for visitors and he was there and he was kind of nervous he didn't know what to think of me in the hospital bed and was it was excited to see the baby I got so sick I started throwing up like I was not okay and so they had to leave because I'm like oh my gosh like I literally like I'm so sick and I ended up having to get an iron infusion because I was just I kept bleeding so that was exciting so my whole first day that whole thursday i was just in so much pain like nausea i shouldn't say pain i was in i was nauseous but throwing up and i cannot even imagine what the throwing up would have felt like without the abdominal blocker oh my gosh because you're right? literally like have what it is like seven layers <laughs> like your yeah. body that has got cut through <laughs> I can't even imagine. So I'm really grateful. So anyone that's had a C-section, like see if your hospital offers that because that was amazing. And I will for, like do that again in the future. So anyways, besides that day, like I didn't even eat anything until like the nighttime. Like I didn't even get to have a meal or anything. And I was so sick. We had to like move rooms because they put me back like in the, when you have a planned C-section, like they put you like in a labor and delivery room first. And then after C-section, they usually put you like in like a, what do they call it? A recovery room? Yeah. Is that what they call it? Or postpartum so. room or whatever? Yeah. There was too many people. So I had to got put back there in like, the labor and delivery people. room. <laughs> and I stayed there. And then they were like, fine. They're like, we got to move you. And I'm like, I can't walk. Like, this is after like the epidural had worn off. And they're like, can you walk? I'm like, I don't think I can. So they wheeled me in a wheelchair because they didn't like, they couldn't like take the bed. And, um. Oh, I was gonna say, I'm like, you just had a C-section. Why are they gonna ask you to walk? I don't know. Went to a whole new room. I don't oh, remember. Gosh. It was like I don't know. I don't remember. Anyways, I could barely like get into the. Like, they had to, like physically like lift me into the wheelchair. Like I was so weak and like nauseous. <laughs> like I almost passed out. And trying to move me like to stand up out of the wheelchair to get into the bed. Like I was feeling okay until we moved. Like I was starting to feel like myself. 
and then I threw up again and was so oh. sick. So anyways, that was exciting. So we didn't have any visitors that day except for my parents. And then Beckham had come, but I only got to see him for like two minutes before I got sick. So that was sad. And all of Brody, like Brody had some siblings that were in town from out of town. And they were like, we want to come see like you before we leave. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't want visitors right now. And so we didn't have visitors till Friday, till a whole day later, which I felt bad about. But at the same time, it was kind of nice to not have people there, especially when you feel like crap. So besides that the rest of the hospital stay was great roman was a beautiful baby didn't cry he was awesome made that so much easier in the hospital oh yeah because beckham beckham was a colicky baby he was so colicky and he was like i didn't he was like teething probably he was literally teething when he was born he got teeth when like his first two bottom teeth literally popped in like the day he turned three months old so like the poor guy i thought we were going to go into this more with like postpartum but Anyway, no, he but yeah. cried the entire time at the hospital, like the entire time. So that was traumatizing. So it was so nice to have Rome just like chill. But yeah, I, anyways, our experiences were very similar. <laughs> yes. yes. I <laughs> am just grateful that C-sections in modern medicine, because we would have died like yeah, back before C-section. <laughs> yeah, so. like literally, especially you, but also me, like, yeah, like, Brixton literally couldn't come out. So, yeah. so thank yeah. goodness we were born we were because we were not made of baby bearing hips. So, no. Um, but yeah, I did want to just ask since we're yeah. talking about this, future plans for children. I think we definitely, I mean, I know we want a few more kids. Anytime so. soon? I don't know. I guess we'll see. I think we've definitely wanted a smaller gap. Even if it's just a little bit. Like, I will not yeah. have another baby in February. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, our kids are nine days apart. <laughs> my two children, Beckham they're and Rome. They're three are years in... and nine days. Yes, yes. I already said they were three <laughs> years earlier. I never said that. Oh, okay. how close they were. Yes. Um, but yes, nine days apart, three years apart exactly. So that's really close. Um, and I'm scared for birthdays, honestly. <laughs> but it's okay. So we definitely you know want us a little bit of a shorter gap but i guess we'll see what happens um yeah i don't know and i definitely want a few more kids i think i think i do nothing crazy's happened that has made me not want that so what about you mm, i don't know if i ever want to be pregnant again <laughs> and that is okay um, and maybe I'm just really scarred from my last one because there were just lots of circumstance around how sucky it was, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'd be okay if I never was pregnant again. Not saying that doesn't mean I don't want more kids, but I don't know. And this we'll talk about another thing, to, another episode, but Brixton's a really hard kiddo right now. He's got some, um, he has autism that he was diagnosed with recently and so just finding like working through all of that just I don't know if I want to have another kid anytime soon we have a lot going on yeah so yeah totally get that and two is a great number you can do so much with two like yes yeah yeah that's awesome it's been fun it's been fun but yeah is there anything else that you wanted to talk about I think I'm good all right. I think that's all for me, too. Again, we're going to do a postpartum episode um, some point soon. So, yeah, but I think that's good for now. Um, 
we will see you guys next week. And thanks for chatting. Thank you.